this is Tony Lloyd. Being a broadcaster for many years, I've witnessed some great stories in the music industry. And now I want to bring as many music stories to you as I can in this series of podcasts. My goal is that they will inspire others making their way in the music world. Music Stories with Tony Lloyd. Pete, hello. You're from President Street. Welcome to Music Stories and thanks for talking to me. Thank you very much for having me, Tony. No problem at all. Uh, I understand your partner in President Street, Ruby, isn't too well today, so uh, we send her our best. And uh, But she, she needs to be in tip-top condition, doesn't she, because you're on tour. Absolutely. She needs to make sure that she's ready to go, so I'm just doing a bit of nursing to make sure that she's up and before okay. the start of the tour. Well, when you listen to this, Ruby, I hope Pete's doing a good job. Um, he looks like he could be a good nurse. <laughs> I'm a good nurse. Your new single out now is Heal, and we'll talk about that soon. And uh, you're touring with someone pretty famous as well. We'll talk about that as well in a minute. But I want to find out how you got into the music business first. Uh, you're originally from Australia, aren't you? Yes, yes. We're both, we both live in Melbourne. I'm originally from Perth, uh, and I grew up in President Street, which is where the name of the band came from. That's a good name. So how did you get into the music business, and, and how did it happen for you? Yeah, a bit of a convoluted path for me. Um, I, I was originally the youngest of five kids, um, and my mum's side of the family is very musical. So my parents emigrated from India to Australia with four kids. I was born in Australia. Um, but unfortunately, before I was, just before I turned two, my mum and three of the kids were killed in a car accident. Oh, God. Um, and so, and then when I was 13, my dad died of a brain tumor, so I was kind of orphaned. Well, not kind of orphaned, I was orphaned at that point. So I never really had the typical childhood music background at all. Um, so for me, it was very much a case of it was there, I don't know, genetically or what, spiritually maybe, through my mum and her family, very, very musical. I used to sit around my uncle's um piano and sing songs with him but um i never had any exposure to it because just you know circumstance didn't allow it and for me i sort of finally got my act together and got myself a job and i was actually in hong kong and uh (laughs) stepped into a mexican restaurant where a latin band was playing and i after a few drinks jumped up on stage and started playing some congas (laughs) <laughs> as, you do, and, um, as you do as you do yes exactly and at the end of the night the drummer came up to me and he was like hey where are you playing around town because I was living in Hong Kong at the time um, and I was like well I've never played before and he's and so he said to me listen you really probably should and so it started from there so then I, I started playing some percussion and started gigging around a bit and then really discovered that my passion was in the songwriting and production never had a music lesson never had the experience and then picked up some guitar, some keys, and, uh, yeah, started writing and recording. So you taught yourself how to play the guitar and keyboards. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Interestingly, Ruby, relatively similar. She has always wanted to, but was never allowed. She grew up in a fairly strict household, so she was never allowed to um, explore music as a child. Mm. And so, similar to her, sorry, similar to me, she sort of, at a certain point, um, after finishing uni or whatever went I'm going to make myself available see what happens and so she put herself on a website called Star Now which is like a creative um, come together website where you can put up a profile and actors, musicians, models people in the industry 
put themselves up and you can put out for gigs. Oh, I see. So I had a few songs written, and so I um, thought, okay, I'm, I'm keen on a female voice. So I went through all of the Melbourne-based singers on Star Now, uh, which are quite a few of them, like many, many. Um, and everyone had full produced, fully produced um, songs and demos um, and music videos and professional headshots, <laughs> except for Ruby, who basically had taken her mobile phone and sung a cappella in the bathroom <laughs> into it. And just a couple of holiday snaps up as her profile photo. So for starters, it was like, oh my God, how brave and how different to everyone else, number one. Number two, her voice was obviously stunning. And um, so I reached out, I only reached out to Ruby and thankfully in that one month she made herself available, we got together and um, we've been working ever working together ever since. We've had a few iterations of different people in and out, but we sort of settled down to really just the two of us as the chief songwriters and energy behind President Street. Right, I see. Wow. Well, that's a, st a story and a half, isn't it? That's fantastic. Yeah. Uh, so how, yeah. How, lo how long have you been together in, in President Street? Uh, probably about five years now. Okay. Um, were, things were picking up and then COVID took a couple of years out like it did for everybody. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Absolutely. Okay. Um, how would you describe your music? What sort of music is it? Yeah, so we... We get described as pop fusion in the press over here a little bit, um, mm. but for us, we're sort of, um, I'm happy to go with that, to be honest with you. We sort of, what we are very focused on doing is not writing to genre. We sort of, we, if we have an idea, we think, well, what's the best way of playing this idea out? Is it more heavy? Is it more pullback? Is it acoustic? Is it electronic? So um, we tend to let the song write itself and then see what, and, and then, let it go. So in this mini album, which we'll have coming out soon, there's going to be some pretty strong R&B influences in there, but also um, there's also a ballad going to be on the on the track and some, you know, some more traditional pop as well. So we certainly, um, you know, we're sort of, sort of I'm, I'm happy with the tag, um, you know, sort of uh, pop exotic or whatever you want to call it. I don't know. But R&B <laughs> is our real, R&B pop, I think, is really where we're trying to, to focus. I suppose if you're unique, it's difficult to find, um, you know, a set genre, isn't it, really? Um, yeah. Who would you say your musical influences are? For me personally, um, it's interesting, growing up in President Street in Qdale, um, that's a very typical sort of Aussie rock and roll, pub rock and roll, ACDC type area. Yeah. So that was a, you know, that's a pretty common influence in that area. And so growing up, that was really, you know, traditional Aussie rock and roll was ever present. Um, but then when I was about 14 or 15, I got into more R&B, particularly James Brown, Sly and the Family Stone, Prince. Um, and then, in, and then you know, then also people like Maxwell for some of that sort of neo-soul as well. Mm. Um, you know, and um, yeah, so for me, it sort of, I predominantly it's sort of a bit of rock and roll to the ACDCs of the world and then you've got the Princess and the Maxwells, the James Brown. So that kind of Prince to me is someone who really blended hmm. blended genres really nicely. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. so he's probably my strongest influence. Um, hmm. Ruby's very much all about the voice, so she's been into people like Mariah Carey and, um, you know, sort of amazing. You know, she's been very much about those sort of vocalists. Yeah, sure, understood. And um, 
uh, presumably your uh, very traumatic life um, influences some of your writing. Yeah, it's an interesting thing. At the end of the day, when you are, you know, what we what what we sort of have always said is that we want to be unapologetically ourselves. And so, you know, we're not trying to harbour an image, so to speak. We're just being us, um, and we want to be authentic, and we want to we want to be heartfelt in what we do. Um, and so, what you do find is that, as a songwriter, there's just a certain part of you that does tend to come out. True. So, um, it's an interesting combination of the two of us in the sense of Ruby could be quite fluffy and Disney, and I could be quite heavy. So <laughs> sometimes it's nice to sort of pairs me back and I pair her back to make sure that what we're writing sort of lands somewhere in the middle, which seems to be working. Working so Yeah, good partnership. Um, so your single uh, that's come out uh, recently is called Heal. Tell me about that. What's it, what's it about? Yeah, so that's really a song about um, the concept of embracing pain. Uh, I think most people try and avoid pain, mm. but um, this is a song about the idea that, you know, that there are so particularly generational pain, whether it's passed down from one generation to the next, the idea that you actually embrace it, take it on and um, move into it and try and heal from it and use it as a positive in your life rather than trying to avoid it your whole life and never actually achieving any, and never any, and never achieving any um, healing or closure, yeah. so to speak. Yeah. So, yeah, it's very much about that. Wow, that's fantastic. I love it. It's very R&B, isn't it, Heal? Yeah, yeah. It really, we, just, we, really, we really landed in a very R&B vibe in Heal, so we we're very, very, we're very much like it. We really wanted a little bit of a uh, contrast between the verses and the chorus. So the verses have a little bit of angst, but the chorus have that nice sort of R&B lift, so to speak. So mm. that's been the focus on sort of how we wanted to play the emotion in that track. Excellent, excellent. Now, somebody who's definitely not R&B is somebody you're touring with at the moment, Andrew Roachford. Yeah. I mean, he that's awesome. Some, he has done some pretty good R&B chops. I tell you, his band's pretty amazing. Is he? Yeah, yeah. So that's incredible, isn't it? I mean, you're doing lots of uh, dates with Roachford uh, all around uh, the UK at the moment, um, which is awesome. Yeah, it's, it's fantastic. We did a few dates with them in Europe in November, um, but COVID cut that short. So we have met the guys, we've toured with them, we've hung out with them, and they're just absolutely amazing. And we're super excited to get the chance to to do it in his hometown of England and our home away from home and 
play to the UK audiences and some beautiful venues too. So mm, that's fantastic. What's it like touring? It's great. <laughs> it's everything you sort of. It's everything you as a as a sort of you know when you first start out thinking what you want to do in music, and then when you do it, it, it lives up to the expectations. Yeah, there is a fair bit of waiting around. I must admit, though, there's sort of uh, you do spend a fair bit of time sort of sound checking and then okay you've got three hours to kill till you go on <laughs> yeah 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 it's a bit like making a film isn't it i make films and it's uh, there's a lot of waiting around waiting for the stuff to happen so yeah. yeah i understand that yeah that's great but i'm glad you're enjoying it um it's good uh, it must be exhausting it is there's, a, there's, a, there's certainly an element of um rinse and repeat wake up travel set up play pack down sleep wake up travel so there's a bit of that <laughs> um it is it is well worth it and it's fantastic fun it's really honestly particularly after two years of covid and particularly in melbourne where we were incredibly locked down just being out and getting to do this is we feel very very privileged and you know we don't take it for granted and you know the support from the audiences is amazing so we're we're very very privileged and very happy well, well deserved, I think. You sound amazing from what I've heard, so it's very good. Um, now, here's a question I ask uh, lots of uh, people, and I, I need I need you to answer it honestly and straight, okay? I know you will. Okay. Um, when you uh, practice privately, do you practice with a hairbrush in the mirror in the bathroom? <laughs> no. <laughs> you don't? No, well, I don't sing. I can't sing. <laughs> now, Ruby, Ruby is a possibility. I'll put that as a yes for Ruby. And I, it might kill yeah, me later. I bet but she does. A definite no for me. <laughs> I bet she does, and she recorded her demo in the bathroom, didn't she? So <laughs> she did. That's right. So she's got no legs to stand on. <laughs> oh, fantastic! Okay, so um, when you're on stage and and playing um, at the gig, what what instruments do you play? You know, you're a percussionist, but you also play keys. And uh, guitar, do you play all three? I do play all three, yeah. My words? Yeah. All at the yeah. same time? <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, because I am also using a loop pedal as well, so we are right. building sounds during during each song. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we are yeah, – it's fairly dynamic. Actually, it's a pretty dynamic stage show we've got set up here. The last couple of times we've toured acoustically. Yeah. So this time we've got much bigger sound and um, – yeah, so I play a bit of guitar, a bit of keyboards, a bit of percussion. So That's awesome. And those loop pedal systems are incredible. I mean, Ed Sheeran is a master of it, isn't he? Does it live? Yeah, he's uh, amazing. And, <laughs> and it's, it seems to me a really risky thing to do on stage. Terrifying. Can I tell you, Tony? Go on. It's terrifying. <laughs> Absolutely terrifying. We have had it. I also have had it completely meltdown mid-show. Mid we did a fantastic gig at the um, in London. What was it yeah. called? It's here and got it going. Anyway, we um, it did literally stop mid song, so that was a bit of a, that was a bit of a challenge, <laughs> but we managed to pull it together. <laughs> well, so it is a very terrifying process, but it's well worth. <laughs> but the, the timing's got to be absolutely spot on, hasn't it? You might miss the pedal, and all sorts of things can go wrong. Uh, for the benefit of people listening to this podcast. Uh, can you just briefly explain how the, the loop pedal system works? Yeah, so the loop pedal um, allows you to record phrases. You play you play your instrument into the into the pedal, you play your phrases, you can press a start and a stop, and you can basically create, let's say, a four-bar 
section of music and then it allows you to then layer on top of that. So it's a little bit like a recording studio at your feet, really. Yeah. In the sense that a recording a recording studio is fundamentally layers of sound and so this allows you to create layers of sound. Yeah. We I use it a little bit differently to like an Ed Sheeran because I, I also, because we've come out with a... Um, with a fairly small footprint, we don't have a drummer, so I have some beats on there as well. Yeah. So that I, I, I use those, and then we build on top of that and use it to use dynamics at different parts of the song. So, yeah, it's very much a um, it's a layering of sound instrument tool. But it's as as we said, if you get it slightly wrong and you've got your sounds not not syncing and looping together, it can go very horribly very quickly. <laughs> Fantastic. Well, I think you're very brave to do that, especially on stage in front. You know, it's all, you've got to get it right. No, um, yeah. there's no second chance, is there? That's what I'm trying to say. Absolutely. 10,000 hours. <laughs> okay. What's the future for you two then with President Street? Uh, are you going to be writing more songs? Have you got more, more uh, gigs and tours and things? What's happening in the future for you guys? Yeah, we've got a mini album coming out in the autumn. Um, so, um, we've, we're basically, we'll be in the studio again after the tour, working with some producers here in the UK whilst we're here. Right. Um, and we're also, the team's looking at whether they can find, whether we should do some, um, some festivals or some prides and some other things whilst we're in the UK. Yeah. So hopefully there'll be a few other dates added to the tour soon. Fantastic. And all the information's on your website, and we'll put that along with um, the podcast. Uh, but basically, yep. it's presidentstreetmusic.com, and all the information is there, and your music is available on Spotify and other places, I should imagine. Yes, it's on all the distribution platforms, and of course, we'd love people to come and follow us on Instagram and Facebook and join us on the journey, give us their feedback. You know, we like to have as much dialogue as we can with everyone. So, Brilliant. Pete, thank you so much for talking to me on Music Stories. Much appreciated. And uh, send our love to Ruby. Hope she gets better soon. And good luck with uh, the rest of the tour with Roachford. And um, keep in touch. We'll maybe talk again in the future. That would be lovely. Would love to. Thank you very much for having us. Much, much appreciated. Music Stories is a free podcast with no fees paid to contributors in the hope that it'll help and inspire others in the music industry. Get in touch if you've got a story to tell. If you would like a professional podcast made or would like training so you can do it yourself, I can help. Go to TonyLloydRadio.com Music Stories with Tony Lloyd